T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. News Radio WRVA. It is Wednesday, which, you know, is uh, the Friday Eve Eve, which is pretty good. We're making our way, you know. Uh, yeah, we're making our way. What can I tell you? Uh, all of that being said, let me tell you something. We got a lot we're going to be dealing with today. And that includes, amongst other things, my friend Todd Starnes, longtime friend. Uh, who is uh, just one of the most astute observers of the of the scene? I mean, sitting there on a, a national perch, which is great. Uh, he is uh, just one of the best, and I am always, always, always happy to uh, to welcome him to the program. He'll be with us a little bit later. Uh, we've got uh, Mike Dickinson. You know, it's Wednesday, and Mike joins us every Wednesday afternoon at 3.33. And he does, in all candor, what uh, reporters used to do. Like, real honest-to-goodness beat reporting. He, he's a true citizen journalist, much in the, uh, the vein of Andy No. And it's uh, it's always good to have him here. Now, there's a lot coming out, as we know, about this uh, teacher at uh, Deep Run High School. We've still got all of these issues involving the uh, sheriff of the city of Richmond, Dr. Antoinette Irving. And, um, yeah, we got a lot of stuff that we are uh, going to uh, be, be analyzing with him. I will tell you, I got a pair of tickets for the uh, Great ABBA Tribute Show. It is uh, coming up in August. Yeah, August the 10th down there in Chesterfield, and you will enjoy that. You know, you just heard uh, Schmuck Schumer tell us that the House of Representatives is in uh, crisis, shambles, disarray. It's not. Uh, Schmuck Schumer's mind is in disarray, but uh, the House of Representatives seems to be going along as it uh, as it should. I'll tell you somebody I feel sorry for today. I feel sorry for Nikki Haley. Uh, Nikki Haley has, she's just sort of sold her soul, and she's destroyed her political life, has she not? She achieved something yesterday that many thought was impossible. She lost in the state of Nevada to the choice none of these candidates. In fact, she lost by a margin of two to one. 
to none of the above. Just imagine if, oh, I don't know, Daffy Duck or Bugs Bunny or or, or or Mickey Mouse or any other cartoon character had been on the ballot. They would have beaten Nikki Haley. You would think that that sort of complete, total, utter defeat would say to uh, Nikki Haley, okay, uh, it's time to, well, go away. But that's not happening. And I'll tell you exactly why it's not happening. It is not happening because she's setting up her post-political operation. Every day she remains in the race, she hurts her political career. And she is at the point now where I think we all know she, she really doesn't have a political career open to her moving forward. Certainly not during the next four or five years, that's for sure. So what is she doing? Well, she is saying to these uh, corporate elitists, give me money now. Give me a post in one of your companies sitting on the board of directors, uh, something where, you know, I can pay the bills. And then you have cover and I have cover. Those who were looking for cover were, in fact, the corporate elitists, people who were Well, they certainly don't want to support Trump because that looks bad to their fellow left-wing corporate elitists. So what do they do? They throw some money to Nikki Haley. And then they can go to all the proper cocktail parties and and, and events and, you know, whatever. Whatever it is that uh, they are looking to do. And uh, then they can, well, move along. And I think that's exactly what it is that Nikki Haley is looking to do. I think she's looking to move along. I think she's embarrassing herself, though. And honest to goodness, I don't know. Well, I I mean, I just don't know how long you do that. If you lose two to one to none of the above, and you're one of the above, boy, that's a wake-up call, isn't it? Donald Trump was not even on the ballot. Donald Trump didn't want to be on the ballot, and the Nevada Republican Party said, look, this is, this is not even really our gig. This is something that the state of Nevada was putting on, but it did not actually have any connection to the Nevada Republican Party. The Nevada Republican Party had already uh, put together their list of delegates. Donald Trump got all the delegates from the state of Nevada, and Nikki Haley who was one of the above, lost to none of the above. That tells me a lot, and I think it should tell you a lot. Uh, The person it should tell the most to is Nikki Haley. We'll see what happens. I know. uh, I would say it's a long way from the finish line, but it's not. That uh, Rona McDaniel, who has served, uh, allegedly served as the chair of the Republican National Committee for eight years, uh, she said, yeah, I'm done, which is great. Because as we know, here in Virginia, the RNC hasn't done a damn thing for Republicans. Nothing. Tim Anderson, our buddy, is running for the uh, committee man seat on the RNC because, he says, we could have kept the House of Delegates and we could have flipped the state Senate if only the Republican National Committee would have thrown us a couple of dollars. 
Instead of wasting money, millions of dollars the RNC spent last year on limousines and and parties and uh, cocktail events and, uh, you know, smorgasbords, if they would have taken some of that money and thrown it towards Republicans here in our beloved Commonwealth, we could have held the House of Delegates and we could have flipped the state Senate. And that would have made a real difference. But it didn't happen. So there's got to be a lot of change. Make no mistake about it. There has to be a lot of change. I think Tim Anderson is one of those guys who who says, hey, I'm going to step up. I'm going to do the right thing for the right reasons. You know, he's talking about it in terms of his children, which is exactly, exactly how I look at things. Isn't that how you look at things? Right? If it were just me, I'm telling you. I, I would take up smoking and eating butter sticks, like, right out of the package. I'm serious. I would open them up like a candy bar and just munch down on a, on a quarter pound of butter. I can't do that. Why? I mean, I could afford the butter. Sort of. Kind of. Although even that's going up in price. It's because I got kids. I got to look out for the future. I got to see what, what I'm going to leave to them. What am I going to leave to them? And Tim Anderson brought that same mindset, that same concern. He said, yeah, look, uh, I'm, I'm fabulously successful as an attorney. I got a whole bunch of stuff going on. I don't need to do this. By the way, the RNC post pays zero. There's no salary. And there's a lot of responsibility. And there are a lot, but there are a lot of opportunities to help Virginia. And that's what Tim Anderson said. I'm doing this so that, that Virginia doesn't turn into someplace I'm embarrassed to pass along to my children. So th- these are all things that uh, you and I have to talk about. I'm going to give you another example of how demented the Virginia Democrats are. I'm going to do that in just a couple of moments. I want to give you a time. I'm going to say 4.15-ish. So you got to give me a couple of minutes either way. But 4.15-ish, I will give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to see this absolutely wonderful ABBA tribute band. This is going to be the third year that they have come to Chesterfield after hours down there at River City Sportsplex. My buddy Matt Krieger puts on all the after hours stuff. And the ABBA show, it's going to blow your socks off. I'm just going to tell you that right now. You will love it, love it, love it. And that, I'm going to give you the tickets at 4.15-ish. Mike Dickinson is going to join us about 20 minutes from now. We'll uh, find out what he has uncovered on this deep-run high school uh, Hamas-supporting teacher and uh, the Richmond City Sheriff. And, uh, I don't know, maybe there's even stuff coming out still from the Henrico County Commonwealth's attorney. Then at uh, 533, uh, Todd Starnes will be here. Yep, yep, Mike Dickinson is going to be here at 433. My mistake, 433 for Mike, 533 for uh, Todd Starnes. And, and at 333, it'll be me. Not bad. It is 314 Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It's amazing to me. There's a whole generation now discovering Tracy Chapman. And they're discovering Tracy Chapman because of Luke Holmes, which is very cool if you ask me. And what was so disturbing to me, you know, Heidi's, uh, she's a music chick rock chick she always has been man and, and she, that that's where she worked in the music industry and you know, managing bands and she goes to every concert that you can think of so i mean that that's just her thing and it's her scene and i think it's great 
So she's still tight with all music people. And a big percentage of these music people, man, they are far left-wing people. And make no mistake, they are as woke as you can possibly get. So there's this Grammy appearance, right? Luke Combs and Tracy Chapman. Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs. Whichever way you want to put I don't care. It's Tracy Chapman's song. And Tracy Chapman, again, as far as I'm concerned, one of the most talented human beings ever, ever, ever on God's green earth. Some of Heidi's friends on their uh, social media posts were posting things like, wow, what a shame it is that uh, the only way Tracy Chapman got famous, got any recognition, is because some white guy played her song. And I thought, where were you 36 years ago? Because, honestly, if you can say, well, Jeff, I'm, I'm only 34 years old, fair enough, you get an out. But these are people that are the same age as, as, as I am, as Heidi is. You know, Heidi's actually a little bit older than I am. I just by a couple of months, but I always remind her of that. And then I duck. Uh, but they were around 36 years ago. And guess what? They were in the music scene 36 years ago. And if you turned on a radio or visited a record store. Someday I'll explain to you what those are. But if you did that 36 years ago and you weren't aware of Tracy Chapman, then, well, that's on you. I still think, as, as, as great a song as Fast Car is, Give Me One Minute, is a, Give Me One Moment, is just the, uh, is the better song. No, it really is. I... I I will listen to that one. Give me one moment, give me one minute, give me one reason, because it all ties together. The song is called Give Me One Reason, but as I'm listening to it, I'm thinking, okay, give me one reason, I'm going to leave, but wait a minute, how do you how do you sort of extrapolate on that? Is it give me one moment while I think about what you're saying? I- I'm here to tell you, if you don't know, give me one reason. Go online, find it. In fact, you know what, I'll, I'll dig it up and I'll put it on my social media, because I want you to hear it. I want you to hear it. And you can tell me which song you think is better. That's not fair, but I'm going to ask you to do that anyway. And while you're online voting for things, okay. Yesterday afternoon at 5.03, my friend Chesterfield County Sheriff Carl Leonard joined us and said, okay, listen to this. Hmm. I have raised more than 15 thousand dollars for special olympics and you know what that means i said yeah you are getting the special olympics logo tattooed somewhere on you and he said well i i I am doing that but i i'm doing that for the ten thousand dollars do you remember you promised mr katz if we raised fifteen thousand dollars you too were going to get the special olympics logo tattooed on you fair enough so Uh, I'm going to get it done. Carl and I are going to do it together. We will do it live on a Facebook broadcast. You'll be able to watch us. And again, as I recall, because, gosh, the last time I I, I got ink of any sort was eh, 31 years ago. It's a long time ago. And as I remember it, it, it was... I don't know, like a very gentle massage, you know, a uh, like, like like a butterfly's wings kissing you and caressing you. So, I, I mean, I think it'll be fun. Uh, Mike Ivey has stepped up to the plate and said, I will do it for you guys. He's the, the owner, the operator, the chief tattoo artist at uh, Journey's End Tattoo Studio in Powhatan. 
And so Carl and I are going to do that. Now, here's where you come in. I told you I needed some help, right? So here's where you come in. Uh, do I get, do I get the tattoo on my bicep, my forearm, or my calf? And and before you start waiting for option D or, or, or saying to yourself, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to write in my own choice. Nope, there are no write-ins. You've got you got three choices. Uh, you've got bicep, you've got calf, you've got forearm. That's it. So I want you to go online. You, no, we're not doing a tramp stamp. Stop it. Goodness gracious. No, no, no. Uh, you have those three options. So if you will go online, you go to The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook, The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook, and you can uh, also go, you can look for Radio Cats on Facebook. You can vote in both places if you like, and uh, you, you get one, well, you know what, you can vote as many times as you want, but you only have the three options. I will put that up as a um, uh, a voting competition for you, a contest, uh, an opportunity to choose, and uh that will uh, be on X as well. Jeff Cat Show. Jeff Cat Show on X. Okay, so you're listening to live radio happening. So I apologize again. Mike Dickinson is on at 3.33, just so we're all clear. Okay. Mike is joining us at 3.33, and uh, Todd Starnes is joining us at 5.33. Excellent. I'll tell you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
who's going to be here tomorrow morning at 6. That one I know I'm not going to screw up. That is my uh, dear friend John Reed. John does just uh, wonders on the air, and if I'm you... Uh, I'm going to be tuned into John because he's going to keep you honest on everything that's going on in the uh, House of Delegates and the state Senate. And I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. You, you were going to tell us what the Virginia Democrats are doing. Yeah. Virginia Democrats say that your daughters should play against boys in sports. We'll be talking about it straight ahead. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Thirty-three, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is Wednesday. Yeah, I know it's kind of chilly, but uh, we got we got some good stuff on the way. I'll tell you that right now. Weather-wise, we'll be up uh, well into the sixties. Looking forward to that. Uh, Four fifteen-ish. I've got a chance for you to win those great tickets for the uh, the ABBA tribute band down in Chesterfield. It is just loads of fun. It really is. Five thirty-three. Todd Starnes is dropping by and if you're coming with me and with Heidi on our France adventure today you got an email with some very very important information please please be sure that you open that up and fill out whatever you got to fill out I got the same thing you did and uh, you need to do that because we're just I don't know 60 days away from that and we're just a couple of days away from me announcing the next big adventure which oh you want to talk about bucket list trip you want to talk about uh the adventure of a lifetime this is going to be it but i still can't announce it but 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 just stay close you know that uh, mike dickinson uh, is doing great work as a citizen journalist a citizen reporter I, I know on the national stage we see and hear a lot about andy no well locally we've got mike dickinson who's doing exactly the same sort of stuff and i am grateful that every wednesday afternoon he joins us with the with the breaking news that he's covering the long investigative pieces that he's doing and uh, today is wednesday and there is mike mike thank you for being with us man always good to be on your show Thank you, sir. So I think last week I asked you to uh, try and dive into the mess that is the uh, Richmond City Sheriff's Office, right? Exactly. And we found some things. It's another typical Richmond, Virginia city agency that's operated by somebody who has no idea what they're doing and Sheriff Antoinette Irving Mm -hmm. and someone who has let just let just bureaucracy and wants that wants no accountability. I, it was recently a, the sheriff, Sheriff Irving, was at the Richmond City Council, and the one of our city councilmen, it was councilwoman who really does believe in law and order and, and the police, Reva Trammell, called out the sheriff on these deaths that have been going on at the city jail and tried to hold her accountable. To which the sheriff said that she did not appreciate being chastised and asked questions in a in a confrontational manner because Reva was <laughs> because yeah. Reva was bringing up these facts to her that she didn't want to deal with her here oh I mean that's the kind of accountability but that that's the kind of accountability that runs across every agency in the city of Richmond yeah. and just digging into it it's just maddening it's 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 just maddening some of the things going on are just maddening in the in the city jail so so give us some some examples of of what we're seeing down there that city jail I, I one thing that i know we have to uh uh talk about is that we got people dying i mean there's there's no joke on that part of it right we literally have people dying in sheriff irving's jail 
we've had six people from March of 22 until the winter of this year. We had six, six people die. Um, all of them believed to be overdoses. Uh, the jail doesn't release much information except only to the, only to the families, but most of them and most of the families that came out and said, how does my loved one go to jail and overdose on drugs in jail um, where they're not supposed to be any drugs? Well, part of that problem can be tracked back to a poor effort by not only the sheriff, but also the city of Richmond to address the vacancies of the number of deputies in the city jail. Um, they're only about 50 percent, only about 50 percent. So you've got 17 to 20 deputies working on shifts, supervising 500 inmates at a time. Wow. That's wow. a terrible ratio. Give that number again, Mike, because I, I, I just want to make sure people hear it. You've got about you've got about fifty percent of staffing capacity. So you have between seventeen to twenty deputies at any given time supervising five hundred inmates. Oh my gosh, boy, that's on shifts there. That is a losing proposition, and 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 if we want to be brutally honest, Mike, it's a losing proposition for everybody. It sure as heck is a losing proposition for the deputies. But those inmates that are. Look, they, they, they're there, uh, they, they did something wrong on the outside, but they don't deserve to be attacked or beaten or killed. And again, because of Sheriff Antoinette Irving's gross incompetence, that's what we're seeing. Yes, exactly. When you go to jail, the, the, the city jail, so people, a lot of people don't know how the criminal justice system works. The, the jail, the city jail is where you go, you're being held for a trial, you can't make bail if you're there on charges. If you're awaiting, you can be held up to a year there in a city jail before you go off to a to a state prison or a federal prison or ICE detention center. Mm-hmm. Um, but that the city jail is where you go if you're if you're awaiting. You can be there up to a year. And so, what's happening is a lot of people are going in there for nonviolent offenses, you know, drunk driving, and, and they are they're terrible offenses. But they don't deserve to be killed or or be taking drugs and and how are drugs getting into the prisons are we, are we not searching the inmates thoroughly are deputies so hard pressed on their pay that we're lowering the standards for who we hire and they're bringing it in is the sheriff just not doing a good job of controlling the jail and that's what i i, I mean all signs point to sheriff irving as being another incompetent head of a city agency um and then, and then you know, we had the whole thing where the forging scandal, where the public yes. records, yes. where the the deputies are supposed to be doing documented checks to put eyeballs on inmates every hour and every every certain number of time, depending on what level of holding they're in. And then initial that they did the search, they they not did the search, they they did the patrol and documented and. When the state, the state of Virginia's uh, board of local and regional jails agency did a, a uh, did an audit, they found that most of these records were forged. That the deputies were not were not doing it. That they were just you know scribbling something down and not for it, not 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 documenting or not doing their jobs of keeping an eye on the inmates. So literally, the inmates are running the asylum. That is absolutely incredible, and unfortunately, there's really. It doesn't seem as if Reva Trammell, who, again, member of the city council, represents that 8th district, south side, uh, 
I think probably the only person in City Hall these days who gives a crap uh, about law enforcement or firefighters. Definitely. Yeah. But but the city council doesn't have any power because the city sheriff is is an elected officer, right? Yes, the the, the sheriff of the city of Richmond is an elected officer. Uh, what we could do is, is if we had a mayor who was competent, he could lean on the state of Virginia to take over the jail or do so or shut the jail down like they've done in several other uh, in, in several other um, correctional institutions in Virginia. When they're out of control, the yeah. state can come in and they they can take control. And I think that the jail failed the inspection when the state agency for the board of local and regional jails came in. So they failed to up uh, adhere the state standards. Uh, for supervisions of inmates. Mm -hmm. And I think that because of that and other things that are going on, the state of Virginia and Jason Mayer, should, they should look long and hard at taking it over because people don't deserve to die and die in jail. They're being held there. They don't deserve to die. And right. if the city of Richmond is cannot, if the city of Richmond cannot bring the right number of deputies in to supervise the, the inmates so they're safe and so we can at least hold people, then they need to, they, they need to, have somebody oversee they need they need to fix that problem and and yeah. sheriff Irvin is not it now i i agree with you mike uh, dickinson is joining us and, and mike uh is doing citizen journalism for us every wednesday afternoon is when he uh files his reports they're always great reports great insight uh, it's it, it's a sad commentary and you're absolutely correct we have a board that oversees these local and regional jails and i think think that uh, unfortunately there are many people who are afraid to do anything or say anything for fear of political implications and you, I mean, you started by saying if we had a competent mayor and I thought well you could just stop talking right there yeah. <laughs> right? Just, just save your breath, brother. I mean, because we don't. And um, we have a guy who thinks that he's the Peter principle, right? He thinks he's going to fail his way all the way to the governor's, governor's mansion. He thinks he's, he's delusional in the fact that he thinks he's done a good job and thinks that he wants to make Virginia into Richmond with poor jails, poor schools, yeah. uh, unsafe streets, and a terrible uh, morale within law enforcement because they don't get any backing yeah. from, from him or from anybody in his office. Right. And that just goes all the way to... So when you hear these reports about the jail not running, or the jail is run about as well as the school system is, and that's run about as well as the tax collection system is in the city of Richmond. There's right. a reason that all of these systems fail, and it's because that Richmond's been under Democrat control for 50 years, and when Democrats are in control, they run things like they're having a play day. They're not, they don't care about the taxpayer. Mm -hmm. They don't care about you. They don't care about accountability. They just want to sit there and play government. Yeah. Well, you, you've seen these crazy things, and Reva, again, is, is right at the uh, the forefront of trying to help people. The, these business owners getting uh, tax bills that go back years because the city just either didn't bother to send them or forgot about it. You know, and some poor business owner has been doing everything he or she was supposed to do, then gets a bill for $50,000. It's like, well, i, I got to shut my, my doors. It's over. Yeah, play, opening a business and operating a business in the city of Richmond is like playing Russian roulette hmm. because... If you if you you know forget one tax payment, they they don't notify you, and you can't get anybody on the phone. And then they could go years, and then out of you know I, there was an article that came out I think yesterday about a guy that got a seventeen thousand dollar bill from something three years ago, seventeen thousand dollars, and it was because that the city of Richmond taxed on taxed on some tiny late charge. And then every month that wasn't paid, there was an additional big fee attached to it, right. and. 
they, the city of Richmond, they don't care. They don't, they're not trying to work with the businesses. They're trying to just say, well, pay it, pay it. We're not going to work with you. It's not our fault at all. It's your fault. Um, and did you see the latest thing, Mike? Uh, again, uh, our, our friend Reva Travel is right to the uh, forefront of this. Uh, the city website now taking down all of the employee directories. So as difficult as it was to get in touch with somebody at City Hall about something, now it is quite literally impossible. No accountability. And I can tell you that city directory... On the few times that I've had to do business in the city of Richmond and deal with people, that city directory was the only way to get somebody competent on the phone or get a hold of somebody competent via email. Because if you try to call there and explain your situation that's life or death or very important to you, you have to go through ten, you know, nine or ten people to get to the right person. And then if that person's usually in a bad mood, so the only way you can get any hold of anybody was that city directory, and now without that, there's no accountability. No one's there to answer. No one email. No, no phones. No anything. So if you if you have a problem, good luck. Yeah, it's 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 nuttiness. Mike Dickinson is with us. Mike joins us every Wednesday afternoon. He is uh, the Central Virginia version of Andy No, as far as I'm concerned, doing great uh, citizen journalism. So. Uh, we we know, I guess, the next step, we, we've got to reach out to the Attorney General, Jason Miaris, encourage him to take a closer look at the, uh, the city jail, that accreditation board. Uh, really, really has to come in and, and look at the, uh, the Richmond City Jail and, and do something. I mean, literally, lives are at stake. I, I, I don't know how to say it any other way. Lives are at stake. And we need to get the, we need to put a lot of pressure on the sheriff in her office when someone's family member is in jail and they're having a medical episode or they've been killed, they need to respond to these families and let them know that, hey, your loved one is, is you know, in the hospital. Your loved one is, you know, not well. They, they, they should not stonewall them. And you read these reports from what these families of these people who passed away in the jail have had to go through to get any information out of the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. And it, it's terrible. They won't give them any information. They won't say, well, it happened at this time. It happened at this time. This check was done then. He was okay. That They won't give them any information at all. So it's like, well, we're sorry your family, your loved one passed away, but hey, good yeah. luck. We'll see you later. That's right. <laughs> Hope it all works You know, we'll out, see you. Uh, yeah. All right, Mike, t- tell me what uh, you're seeing as we uh, take a look at the, uh, uh, the suburbs. Anything new on the uh, Commonwealth's attorney in Henrico County? Because you-, you got, I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of pages of uh, emails and texts and stuff to go through. I'm still working on that email situation where she converted or she encouraged the discussion with Susanna Gibson to, to go to her private email. We're trying to get those emails because she, she encouraged it on a public email to, to take her political business to her private email, but she was doing it in the course of her professional work. Uh, we do know that, that, that Shannon Taylor, Henrico County is the, the crime from the city of Richmond is spilling over into Henrico County. If you read about it on the edges of, of Richmond is where the crime is now spilling over, whether it's the East end or the West end mm-hmm. or the North side, the, yep. the poor job in the city of Richmond is spilling over into Henrico. And with Shannon Taylor at the helm in Henrico, you can really only question how, how much things are going to be enforced or how much she's worried about trying to, 
keep law and order in the in Henrico County. It's craziness. It's craziness. Well, Mike, I I don't have a specific assignment for you for next Wednesday. I'm just going to leave that to you. Uh, you All figure right. out uh, what is what is the biggest <laughs> thing. And we got we got a minute or two left. I, I got to pick your brain a little bit. Uh, Mick Foley. You remember Mick Foley had a couple of different characters, right? Cactus Jack and yep. uh, all of that stuff. Now, there's a buzz that he may, 10, 15 years after he last stepped in a ring as a combatant, be coming out of retirement, and it's it's going to be for Tony Khan and that crew. That would be something. You know, Mick Foley, he took a beating as a yeah. professional wrestler, and he was thrown off of cages. He did lots of things that nobody would recommend anybody doing. <laughs> um, very entertaining. And if he comes out of retirement for for, for AEW, that would be something. I mean, that would be something. AEW, is, is their show's always entertaining, and it'll be interesting if, if Mick Foley comes out. It'll be interesting. You know, what's, what, what, one of the things that's great about Mick is that, uh, number one, he's a really fun guy. His politics yes. are all wrong, but he's a really fun guy, and he's, and he's got a great sense of humor, and he darn near kept every nickel that he ever made. And I know that because when uh, he used to come to Boston, uh, it was my floor or my couch where he often just <laughs> crashed. So, and, and, and as nice as he as nice as he was, he never said, "Hey, Jeff, let me give you a couple of bucks for breakfast." Here, I was like, "All right, see you later, brother. Good, good, good to see you again." So, uh, <laughs> there was a there was a great story about him that Triple H told on one of the WWE document documentaries where Mick Foley basically had one outfit. That's the one he comes to wrestle in, and that's the one he wears on the airport on the airplane oh, yeah. on the way home. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> uh, the, the best thing is if he had gone to ride a, uh, a roller coaster, because at least there was a little air circulation through it. It may have uh, just defunct some of the funk, but uh, otherwise, brother, man, that was some rough stuff. All right, listen, Mike, uh, love having you here every Wednesday. Uh, and again, it, 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 it's on you for next week. You, you figure out what it is that you need to look into and you share with us next Wednesday. We we really do appreciate you being here on a regular basis, and uh, thank you, my man. Of course, anytime. Looking forward to it next week. Thank you, sir. That is Mike Dickinson. Oh, Mike, before you go, yes. Mike, I almost yes. forgot. Social media handles. I'm sorry. How, how do people follow you? Go to X, Mike D for RVA. On the X, Mike D for RVA. All right. Now you are dismissed. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate you being here. That is Mike Dickinson, our citizen reporter. I'm telling you, the local version of Andy No, his stuff is getting picked up in all sorts of uh, national publications, and uh, I'm hoping that he will uh, for next week. I didn't give him the assignment, but, you know, he's a good guy. Uh, Sort of focus on that deep-run high school teacher, the one who... uh, you ask me, seems to be a pretty strong Hamas supporter in the schools. The principal over there doesn't seem to care. The uh, school superintendent, uh, blissfully unaware. So maybe Mike will be able to uh, dig something out. It is 352, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. It is Wednesday afternoon. Quick reminder about that chronic care of Richmond text line, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. Coming up, um, uh, you know, you know, math is not my strong suit. So about 12 minutes or so, 4.15-ish, I'm going to give you the chance to win these great tickets for ABBA. 
the tribute at uh, Chesterfield uh, After Hours. God, what a great show that is. It is just so much fun. I'm telling you, if you're in a bad mood and you need something to pick you up, you go to the show. It's going to be August the 10th in Chesterfield, and I've got the tickets now before you can even buy them, so stay with me a few minutes from now. In addition to that, politics and pints. I know, I know. No, we don't have any tickets yet. And I, I don't know exactly when they will go on sale, but it's going to be soon. I hope. My fingers are crossed. My toes are crossed. Uh, we have the date. It's March the 20th at the historic Beacon Theater in Henrico. Uh, in Henrico. In Hopewell, rather. The historic Beacon Theater down in Hopewell. So, put that on your calendar, March the 20th, and then I, I promise you, as soon as the tickets are available, I will let you no. Uh, Todd Starnes going to be with us at uh, 533. Looking forward to uh, chatting with him. I mentioned the uh, Chronic Care of Richmond text line, 833-804-1140. 833-804-1140. Let me share with you a couple of texts right off the bat, okay? Jeff, you know, under President Eisenhower, we sent illegal aliens back. When President Trump takes charge, we will have exactly the same thing. That's Mike out in uh, Bottoms Bridge. Yeah, Absolutely. Jeff, Toby Keith, one of the greatest American patriots in our recent times. He brought a lot of us up after 9-11. God bless him. That's Tim in Chesterfield. Tim, you're absolutely correct. Love Toby Keith. I love the fact that he, he, he was a proud American. I also love the fact that he never forgot his roots. As successful as he got, as wealthy as he got, as, as well-known as he got. Seemed to me a uh, regular guy. Regular guy who knew, man, I, I can sing. Talk about a gift. Talk about a blessing. And I love to sing. And I can actually make a, a living, a really good living singing. Oh, this is great. And so that, that, that's, that's where he was. And I, uh, I am certainly going to miss having the opportunity to see him, but I will continue to enjoy his music. Uh, let me see. Oh, about Tracy Chapman. I was talking a little bit about Tracy Chapman. Fast Car was her big, big, big hit, although I still think that Give Me One Reason was... Well, that's, that is that is my favored song. I love that song. And people who are just discovering Tracy Chapman, if they're of a certain age, then you are allowed to just discover Tracy Chapman. I, I, I get it. If you weren't alive 36 years ago, you have no idea how huge that song was or how accomplished she was and how well-regarded she was. I mean, I, I've been reading some of the social media stuff, and, and, and people are saying things that are well, it's just outrageous, ridiculous. Well, nobody even knew about this woman until this white guy sang her song. And that's because she's, she's a gay black woman. And they used other terms. And I thought, number one, you're an idiot. Number two, let me correct your idiocy, idiocy for a second. Tracy Chapman, and I, I had no idea she was gay. I mean, I guess everybody knew except for me. I don't know. Nobody tells me anything. You know what I mean? But I don't really care. I know that I love her voice. And, and I love her ability to sing and craft a song, and write a song, and come up with lyrics that are meaningful. So I'm thrilled to hear that there's another generation being introduced to her music. Jeff, when I was younger, I was a performing musician. We played numerous clubs, uh, also known as dives, that uh, weren't getting into the show. I would tell the band, just kick off, give me one reason. 
and then I would have the crowd in the palm of my hand. One of the best songs ever, Tracy in Henrico. Tracy, as per usual in Henrico, you are absolutely right. P in Mechanicsville says, Jeff, I love Tracy Chapman. I bought her first album in 1988. I still listen to it often. I also heard Luke Combs sing uh, Fast Car, and he performs it with passion. Great music is timeless. I, I, I just couldn't agree with you more. It's great music. She's a tremendous musician. And if there's a whole new generation discovering her, man, that makes me feel really, really good. But I, I don't think Tracy Chapman's music has been, quote, political, and maybe that's got some people upset. Maybe when we look at the, uh, the woke agenda the uh, critical theory agenda right tracy chapman wasn't supposed to be successful she she was supposed to wait until somebody rescued her from the oppressor well she didn't do that she's another person just like toby keith who said well i i got a pretty good voice and i, I can write some interesting songs and i can get paid i can make a living doing this i get paid for singing and i love to sing well, yeah, sign me up. And I, I can make a really good living? Yeah, okay, I'm in. So, I just, uh, I continue to love Tracy Chapman. Uh, yesterday, as you know, uh, it, it was confirmed by uh, Chesterfield County Sheriff Carl Leonard. He has indeed raised more than $15,000. One woman, apparently, in Virginia Beach put him over the, the top. He was out there for the polar plunge, <laughs> and I, listen, I, I've i been very concerned about this uh, tattoo I promised to get, so I've been following his progress with the uh, with the number, you know, and, uh, and, and the last thing I saw was, eh, it's got $13,200. I'm safe. Yeah. So one woman walked up to him at the polar plunge and said, how's it going with the fundraising? And he, he told her. And she said, well, how much do you need to get to that 15 grand? Because I want to see Jeff Katz get a tattoo. And Carl said, well, I, I need $1,800. <laughs> Apparently this woman donated $1,801 just to make sure it worked. So I am accepting suggestions. Not all suggestions. Some of them have already been eliminated. But uh, where do I get the Special Olympics logo tattooed on me? I promised I would do it. If we raised $15,000, Carl promised he would do it if he raised ten. So we're both going to do it together. We'll be sitting there together. Mike Ivey out at, uh, at Journey's End Tattoo Studio in Powhatan said he would do it. And we'll do it live on Facebook, and you'll get to enjoy it. And uh, you have these options for me. Uh, forearm, bicep, or calf? Carl is getting it on his calf. He's not even asking anybody. That's where he's getting it. He's getting it on his calf. I don't know. So you go to uh, The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. You can vote over there, The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. And, uh, you know, vote. Uh, follow the page while you're over there. That way you don't miss any of the updates. So there was a bill introduced in the House of Delegates, and there was a companion bill introduced in the Virginia State Senate. And it said, we will require students to play on sports teams that are consistent with their actual sex in other words boys will play on the boys team girls will play on the girls team and that's it mike cherry state delegate out of colonial heights really good dude he was part of this said hey 
it's not even close when men and women get into competition on, on the same field. It's just not right. And you know as well as I do that there are girls losing scholarships now to boys who are saying, oh, no, I'm really a girl. Now, this is about as imbued with common sense as you can possibly get. And I'm going to remind you of something. Nobody hates anybody here. Really. Hate is such a, it's such a wasted use of energy. Right? If you really want to hate somebody, I'm telling you, man, that's a job. There are people I don't like. No doubt about that. There are people I do my best not to interact with. Absolutely true. Do I sit here and hate anybody? Well, you're, you're molesting children. I hate you. I don't need to know any more details. Yes, I hate you. You're, you're abusing innocent animals. I hate you. You're putting mayonnaise on corned beef. Boy, I think that's a terrible decision, but I swear to you, I don't hate you. So there's really only two that I, I can think of right off the bat where I'd say I hate. These folks who are saying, you know, hey, I'm a boy, but I'm really a girl. Or I'm a girl. I'm really. I don't hate you. I don't hate you at all. In fact, just the opposite. I feel for you. I care about you. I, I hope that uh, everything works out for you in the long run. And I promise you, I'll make you a promise. If somebody were to come up and try and attack you because of who you are or who you say you are, and I were around, I'm a sheepdog. That's the way I'm wired. I, I, I will step in between. I will protect you. But that doesn't mean I have to go along with what you're saying. doesn't mean I agree with it. It means that I think you're a human being who is deserving of respect and care. But you're not entitled to take a scholarship from a girl when you're really a boy. And so this measure in the House of Delegates, this measure in the State Senate said boys will compete on boys' teams, girls will compete on girls' teams, and the Virginia Democrats said no. The Virginia Democrats said, your daughters, your daughters will have to compete for spots on the girls' team against boys your daughters may very well lose athletic scholarships to boys who claim to be girls that's the virginia democrats at work are you okay with that because i'm not 414 jeff katz news radio wrba Four twenty-one, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA, and 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 we are on Jeff Katz Daylight Time or Standard Time, which means four fifteen-ish really does happen right now at four twenty-one. Yes, I have those Abbott tickets for you, and I want to give them to you. August the tenth, they're going to be at uh, Chesterfield After Hours. My my pal Matt Krieger does these great great concerts. Good Lord, does he get just the best of the best? And this ABBA tribute band cover show i mean call it whatever you want they are so much fun everybody in that audience i don't care if you're a little kid or you're a a great grandfather you're gonna have fun so i want to give you the tickets and i want to make it super easy because i just like making things super easy how about caller uh, lucky seven caller number seven right now 833-804 1140 833-804-1140. And don't be confused. I know that is the chronic care of Richmond text line, but 
It also works as a telephone. So 833-804-1140, caller number 7, you will get yourself a pair of tickets for that great ABBA tribute at uh, Chesterfield After Hours. Okay, that's down at uh, River City Sportsplex. I mentioned the weather. I just, I'm a, well, I'm a little distracted because tomorrow we begin this nice warming trend. Tomorrow, right around 60 degrees. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 65 and, and you're going to have to enjoy it because we, we cool off again uh, the next week. But, man, for three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 65 degrees in February, yeah, I will, I will take it. And I, I got a feeling that, that you will take it <laughs> as well. Uh, Jeff, I am uh, hearing about the discussion about the, uh, the so-called transgender athletes. I'm still waiting for the girl that says they're a boy to be on the boys' team and take the boys' scholarships. Great point, 757. There, there, I have yet to see that, right? And it's because of the inherent strength of, of males. There is better upper body strength well there's there's stronger upper body strength i don't know whatever way you want to describe it however you wanted to, to say it but it's boys who are competing against girls who are taking spots on girls sports teams they're taking girls championships they're taking girls recognition they're taking girls scholarships i haven't seen any girls participating on a boys team doing that so this is inherently unfair, and it is directed at your daughters, your nieces, your granddaughters. And yeah, I am going to remind you, the Virginia Democrats who are in control of the House of Delegates and the State Senate, very small margins, but nonetheless in control, guess what? They said your daughters, your nieces, your granddaughters should have to compete against boys for spots on teams championships awards and scholarships it is just flat out wrong tomorrow morning 6 a.m my buddy john reed will be here please join me in listening to him again tomorrow morning at six jeff katz news radio wrva Yeah, News Radio WRVA. Hey, it is a Wednesday afternoon. Lots of stuff going on. And um, weather-wise, I'm just going to remind you because there's just something nice about it. Uh, starting tomorrow, we start this really, really nice upward trajectory. Uh, 50 degrees tomorrow, 65. So we get to uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Or maybe oh, even higher than that, right? 62 tomorrow. So it'll be great. Now, I got to give you a, a couple of little snippets here that are just bugging me. You know, I happen to be a, a fan. Sounds so childish, but uh, I am an admirer of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. I absolutely, positively, just think the world of the man. I really do. I think he's a brilliant man. I know he's a brilliant man. I know that he is one of the most talented jurists we, we've ever seen in the United States, period, let alone on the Supreme Court of the United States. And I know that the left hates him. God, leftists hate him. Now, why is that? He explained it, right? I mean, he, in fact, now that, wait a minute, we have this, don't we? Don't we have, yeah, yeah, we've got an older Clarence Thomas clip. I want you to take a listen to that, and then I will share with you the current attacks on Justice Thomas. Jeremy, if you would, that uh, classic Clarence Thomas, please. We know exactly what's going on here. 
and to pretend that it's for some other reason. Stop. Do I have like stupid written on my back, the back of my shirt? I mean, come on. We know what this is all about. This isn't about what they say it's about. So people should just tell the truth. This is the wrong black guy. He has to be destroyed. Just say it. Then now at least we're honest with each other. He knew he was going into the trial of his life with the Senate uh, run by the Democrats. The hearing will come to order. We knew it was in the lion's den. Good morning, Judge. Welcome to the blinding lights. Finding out what you mean when you say that you would apply the natural law philosophy to the Constitution is, in my view, the single most important task of this committee. Senator Biden was very focused on natural law. How did that go? Who knows? I, I have no idea what he was talking about. I just want to make sure we all know what we're talking about here, that you and I know at least what we're talking about here. There's a fervent and aggressive school of thought that wishes to see natural law further inform the Constitution than it does now, argued against by the positivist led by Judge Bork. Now, again, that may be lost on all the people. You know and I know what we're talking about. I have to be perfectly honest with you. I, you sit there and you have no idea what they are talking about. All I know is that he was asking me these questions about natural law. Someone may apply it in a way, like Moore, who leads him in a direction that is, quote, liberal. You may apply it in a way that leads you in a direction that's conservative. Or you may, like many argue, not apply it at all. But it is a fundamental question that is going to be almost impossible for non-lawyers to grasp in an exchange. But you know and I know it is a big, big deal. And in conclusion... One of the things you do in hearing is you have to sit there and look attentively at people you know have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. So, let me give you the very latest, if you don't mind. I mean, we know what Justice Thomas has been through, and we know how disgusting it is. And he said it right at the beginning of this, hey, I'm not the right black guy, am I? That's what it is. The leftists have said over and over and over and over again, you can't do for yourself. This is the inherent racism of low expectations. That's what this is at play. Joe Biden is the poster child for that. His pick for the Supreme Court has become the poster child for the racism and bigotry of low expectations. He did not say, Mr. Biden, that he would find the best person possible to sit on the Supreme Court. And by the way, if it happened to be a black person, a white person, an Asian person, wouldn't matter to him. I was just going to find the best person. Could be a guy, could be a gal, didn't matter. That's not what he said. He said, I am going to appoint a black woman. He kneecapped her before she ever got anywhere close to her Senate confirmation. I happen to think she's wrong in a lot of issues. I don't give a rat's behind whether she's black or white, male or female, although she apparently cannot actually define what a woman is uh, because, you know, she's not a biologist. I, I can tell you, I can look out the window, and even without being a meteorologist, I can tell you if it's raining.
just some things are really, really evident, almost self-evident. But she will forever be the quota pick, the affirmative action pick, and that's not fair to her. But that's Joe Biden and and his handlers who are left-wing operatives, and for the most part, they're comprised of the guilty white liberal class. And they say, oh, well, you can't do it. You have to wait for us to do something for you. We'll lift you up. We'll give you something. We'll provide you with this. And Clarence Thomas just never did that. Clarence Thomas said, yeah, I'm good. Thank you very much. I happen to be a really, really smart dude. And um, yeah, I- I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And I know that uh, Justice Thomas doesn't go back to Yale. Why would he? I mean, Yale has just devolved into, ugh, it's ridiculous. But anyway, I I digress there. The attacks on Justice Thomas have not stopped. They started right as he was being nominated because, as he said, he was not the right black guy. He didn't wait for one of these guilty white liberal jerks to come along and say, oh, we're going to give you this. He said, no, I'm going to go out and earn stuff. I'm smart. My grandfather taught me a lot, trying to teach my son a lot, and uh, I'm good. So take a listen to the latest attack on Justice Thomas. Cut number one. As the Supreme Court prepares to take on a challenge to Donald Trump's eligibility for the ballot, tonight we're taking a critical look at Ginny Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, and claims that her role in a campaign to overturn the results of the 2020 election pose a major conflict of interest for the sitting Supreme Court justice. Democrats say as a result, Justice Thomas must recuse himself from the Trump cases. So what comes next? Hmm, what comes next? Here's a suggestion. Why don't you shut up and sit down? That could come next. Oh, we take we take a very... What, what did they say? I, I'm sorry. I, I, oh, gosh, I hate to do this to you. Germ, with apologies, can you play cut number one again? As the Supreme Court prepares to take on a challenge to Donald Trump's eligibility for the ballot, tonight we're taking a critical look at Ginny Thomas, oh, the wife of Supreme we're Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Look. Is that what it is? It's a critical look? Hmm. I would refer to it as a hatchet job, but, you know, tomato, tomato, I suppose. A critical look. Have you taken a critical look at mm, family members of any of the uh, other justices? Oh, heck, I was going to say left-wing justices, but I mean any of the other justices. Or is it just Ginny Thomas? Because you... The self-righteous hypocrites at ABC have decided that Ginny Thomas is the one woman in America who's not allowed to exercise her free speech rights. And you have also determined that Justice After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Thomas is incapable of making his own decisions, that he will simply do whatever it is that his wife tells him to do. Now, that presumes, of course, that his wife has told him to do anything. There are a lot of assumptions. There are a lot of presumptions on the part of ABC and the other left-wing hacktivists, right? Here's what I can tell you. They are thoroughly dishonest and disingenuous. They are operating as an arm of the Democrat Party with this. The very people who hated Justice Thomas 40 years ago hate him today. And it's for all the same reasons. He will not bow to their demands. And since he is secure enough in who he is, they've decided they have to go after his wife. Clarence Thomas today could retire from the court, earn a huge pension, and then go and become a multi-millionaire, whether he chose to practice law or not. Do you ever hear the phrase, of counsel? Of counsel is like the lottery ticket for attorneys. If you take a look at uh, letterhead on um, legal practices... You'll, you'll see the names, right? I mean, it's always the same. you got the partners up there, and sometimes one of the partners is actually in the, in the title, you know, uh, Cain, Abel, and Associates, or whatever. You might be an associate. You might be in the top. But you'll see the, the, the partners. So those are people who literally own part of the, of the practice. they got real skin in the game. And then you'll see off to the side of counsel. Of counsel posts invariably are attorneys who have done something huge. Uh, They've been a U.S. senator or a Supreme Court justice or, I don't know, host of the game show. But they've done something really big. And because their name is on there, it's going to bring people to the legal practice. And they get paid really good money. And you know what they do? They have lunch. That's what they do. There's a big big client the, uh, the firm is trying to land. You reach out. If you are fortunate enough to be at a firm that has somebody of counsel who is uh, ooh, a, a former senator, yeah, again, you go down the line. Could you imagine a former Supreme Court justice? I want $10 million a year to be of counsel for this firm. And I will give you, I don't know, 25 days a year where I will have lunch trying to bring a client in. There'd be a line out the door. So the fact that Justice Thomas continues to serve says to me about him, good, honorable man. God bless him. It is 445 Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. Four fifty two Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. Here's some good news. I know I've been all we've all been waiting for good news. Uh, our friends over at 8 News are reporting this, and um, the Boathouse, they're doing away with that 20% service fee. I never did quite get that. You go to a restaurant, the service is great, you, you provide a tip, and that's what we do in the United States. We don't do it all over the world. 
In fact, uh, Heidi and I are researching for our French adventure. It's just about 60 days from now, and we leave for France. We're going to Normandy for the 85th anniversary of uh, the D-Day invasion. Uh, we're actually going to the beach. I mean, my gosh, it's going to be amazing. But uh, we've got a trip down the River Seine. First night there, you know what we're doing? We're, we're having dinner in the Eiffel Tower, not near the Eiffel Tower, not around the Eiffel Tower, not in, uh, you know, uh, uh, view of the in the Eiffel Tower. And that's why I work with this company it's called Cruise and Tour. And they're just great. You know, we hadn't done one of these big uh, Jeff Katz adventures for a while. Last time we did one was um, the Alaska Inner Passage, and then we did the Canadian Rockies, but hadn't done one in a long time. And I, you know, I like my house, so I tell you, but they came around, and I knew people around the country. They specialize. They work with uh, conservative talk radio people. That's what they do. Anyway, long story short, we're, we're doing all this research about France, and it turns out no tipping. It's all, it's, it's figured into the bill, and uh, we've got one uh, series that we watch. Uh, they're Americans who now live in, in, in Paris, and all these great tips. So we know if somebody gives us service and they ask for a tip, they're trying to rip us off. Now, the Boathouse, I like the Boathouse. I think it's great food. Uh, Island Shrimp Company, uh, good stuff. Casa del Barco, I haven't been to. But that whole company, I just started instituting an automatic 20% service fee. And I thought that was absurd. In the United States, somewhere else maybe. But uh, good news is this. They have announced they're no longer going to be charging the automatic 20% service fee. And uh, that is coming to an end. And in fact, to help celebrate it, uh, they are offering 20% off their entire menu on Tuesday, February the 20th. They've got locations, you know, Rockets Landing, Midlothian, Short Pump, and down in Hopewell. They all serve great food. And so uh, kudos to them. Thank you, guys. I'm happy to hear that you are ditching that automatic fee. Politics and pints, we never, ever, ever expect a tip. We don't. Uh, we just provide really, really good service. And if you would like to join us at the next Politics and Pints, uh, no, we don't have any tickets available yet, but we have the date. It is March the 20th. So I would ask you to please put that on your calendar. I don't want you to miss out. Credit card and auto loan delinquencies, guess what? They're going up thanks to Joe Biden and Biden inflation. We're going to talk about that in just a couple of moments. And coming up at uh, 533, longtime dear friend of mine, Todd Starnes. You know him from Fox News. You know him from his national radio show. You know him from the amazing books that he has written. And I'm just always so pleased when he's got some time for us. So Todd Starnes is going to be with us at 533. Tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., my friend John Reed's going to be here, and I do not want you to miss any of that. Get there early so you can hear Gary Hess doing the news. Always a great job. If you want to vote, tell me where I should get the Special Olympics logo tattooed. Uh, just go to The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is a Wednesday afternoon. My uh, dear friend, longtime friend, Todd Starnes, is going to be along in just uh, half an hour or so. Really looking forward to chatting with him. He's got a new book coming out as well. And I am trying to get him to agree to come here to uh, Central Virginia to do a book signing. I think that would be great, don't you? You know where it would be a great place? Jake's place. Seriously. 
because he's going to love the food. And, uh, well, anyway, I'm just thinking out loud here. So uh, he'll be with us at uh, 533. Looking forward to uh, to chatting with him for sure. A uh, couple of things that I wanted to share with you. You know, uh, Elizabeth Warren is a U.S. senator from Massachusetts. And when I lived and worked in Massachusetts, did mornings on uh, the legendary radio stations up there, uh, I coined the name Focahontas because she's a phony. She has uh, spent her entire career claiming to be Native American, Indian, and she's not. She's not even close. So she is, what's the technical term? Right, a liar. That's right, a proven liar, a prevaricator, a liar. And she is, well, she's emblematic of that uh, guilty liberal class seat. She herself is a multimillionaire. Her husband is a multimillionaire. They live in a mansion in the city of Cambridge, right near Harvard University, where she has ostensibly been a professor. Uh, And she was heralded as the first Native American professor, but since she's not actually Native American, uh, I don't know how that works out. So now she's a U.S. senator, and I came up with the, the name Focahontas, and it became one of the top trending hashtags on uh, Twitter many, many years ago. Her latest performance art piece is telling people all about inflation, but blaming all of the companies. Never once does she mention that it's her pal, Joe Biden, and his puppet masters who are doing this. It's the companies that are evil. We have to do something about it. We have to force companies to sell bigger packages of things. How the hell does that work? You and I know about shrinkflation. And it's, it's not a Seinfeld thing with George Costanza. Shrinkflation is real. It's a package. Let's say it's cereal. What does it always say? Well, contents may settle. Blah, blah, blah. There's air in there. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, well, that box used to contain 16 ounces of cereal. Now it contains 14 ounces of cereal, but it's the same price. That's shrinkflation. And it is real. There's no doubt about that. But you're telling me you, you're going to, quote, punish those companies. I have to ask you, for what? What is their crime? Have they lied? If they were to say, well, this box is 16 ounces of cereal, and and then you measure uh, a sampling over a certain period of time, and every box is actually short by an ounce, okay, I would say that's intentional. And sure, that's that's, that's fraud, it's, it's misrepresentation. Yeah, you could do something about that. But if they label the box and it says it contains 15 ounces and it contains 15 ounces, but it used to contain 16 ounces, oh, well. That's kind of the way it is. Oh, it's the same price. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the price of things goes up in some cases. We're, we're seeing now, and this is really interesting, like my son's generation, they've never seen inflation before. They Honestly, they've never known inflation. Those of us who are old enough to remember, say, Jimmy Carter is president, one of the worst presidents in history. Do you remember inflation during the Carter years? Do you remember the misery index? Inflation plus the uh, the cost to borrow money, the interest rate, this was 20, 25%. 
People had mortgages that were 15%. It was like, well, it's a really good deal. Is it? And then we went through this time where we didn't really have inflation. It was, it was okay. And it wasn't stagflation. It was just steady prices because the economy was cooking on all cylinders. Thank you, President Trump. Well, uh, people now are seeing inflation truly for the first time ever. And they don't know what to do about it. They're, they're confused by it. They know that their, their ability to spend has been lessened. Well, some people are supplementing that with credit cards. And it's a very dangerous road to go down. Very dangerous. And we're seeing, unfortunately, we're seeing what's happening. The uh, auto loan industry, people have gotten car loans. We're seeing a much higher rate of delinquencies. People who get into a car, man, I love this new car. Gotta have a new car. Okay. Can you afford the new car? I gotta have a new car. That wasn't the question. The question was, can you afford the new car? Well, I gotta have it. Mm, bad, bad choice of words. And a really bad way to live your life. And, and and I'm not telling you I haven't been there, but I, I am saying just as your friendly old Uncle Jeff, really bad way to live your life. If you can afford the car and you really need the car, you want the car. Okay. And you can afford it. Go for it, man. Go for it. If you need a new car, because your car is just shot, there's just no way to fix it, it's terrible, it, it's, it, you, you, it's not working. All right, well, you need a car. Here's a question for you. Do you need a brand new car, or do you need a car that is new to you? I'm not asking you what you want. We all want certain things. But what do you need and what can you afford? So if you, you really do need a new ride because yours is shot, you're going to look at used vehicles, I would think, I would hope. You buy a brand new car, what is it? 20% of the value, boom, as soon as you drive it off the lot, it's gone. All right. Some people are in that position. doesn't mean anything. They want it. They're going to get it. They can get it. Fantastic. But we're seeing the increase in the delinquencies on car loans. People are realizing, oh, my God, I can't afford it. That means that you're going to have some repo guy come out in the middle of the night, take your car from you, because it's not really your car. Same thing with credit cards right now, because people are trying to supplement their income utilizing credit cards. People who have not gotten any sort of a raise from their employer. I'm sorry, employers, but there are a lot of employers that are just unbelievably irresponsible when it comes to how they treat their employees. I'm not saying everybody deserves a 20% raise. I am saying if you are a responsible business owner and you understand inflation and you understand what your employees are going through and you want to help your employees, you want to do right by your employees, you, you, you do that. Well, not everybody does that. So employees are taking out that credit card and they're supplementing their buying power. But the problem is they can't afford the credit card because remember what's going on with the interest rates on credit cards. Have you seen the interest rates on credit cards? In some cases, it's 30%. There was a time in this country that 10, 15%, that, that would be considered usury. That's what the uh, the mob would charge you. That would be the VIG on the loan that the, uh, the mobster gave you. Now, legitimate operations, credit cards are charging you 30%. Can you afford that? I don't know anybody that can afford that.
It's going to pay them off every month. Now, the flip side, of course, on savings accounts, you can get a better rate. We're seeing 5% in some cases with high-yield accounts. And I'll share this really weird story. I called... Uh, we, we have two accounts, and I'm not going to go into all the deals, but one of the accounts we've had just forever and ever, and I called them and said, hey, listen, you guys have high-yield savings accounts, because I'm reading all about getting all these offers from American Express and Discover and, and this bank and that bank. And they're like, okay. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Katz, absolutely. We have a high-yield savings account. Pay you 5%. Fantastic. I'll take it. Yeah, it's only for new accounts. I said, Really? I said, so you're telling me I have been a customer of this particular bank for, if my math is right, about 15 years. I have X number of dollars, and I want the higher savings account, right? You won't give it to me. But if somebody were to walk in who hasn't even been a customer of your bank for 10 minutes or 15 minutes, let alone 15 years, and has one-tenth the amount of money that I do you'll give them 5%. Yes. I said, okay. I said, well, I'll, I'll be closing that account pretty soon. Thanks. Goodbye. I mean, it just, it, it's its so short-sighted, but it is what it is. All right, Todd Starn's coming up at uh, 533. I do remind you, tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., please make sure you're listening to my friend John Reed. Always great analysis and insight, uh, especially what's going on up in the uh, the General Assembly. Yeah. It just, just, oh, it's getting nuttier and nuttier every single day. Politics and Pints, March the 20th. No, we don't have tickets yet, but at least we've got the date, March the 20th. And just confirmed, Lord Conrad Black is going to be joining us February the 21st. Oh, I am so excited. It's going to be so cool. It is 514 Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. I know that Luke Holmes is is, is is covering it, doing a great job, man. And they did the great to it, but that's the song. That's Tracy Chapman right there. Give me one reason. Oh, I, I swear, you think I'm crazy now, or I'm joking. I could listen to that song for an hour. I've done it. The voice that uh, Tracy Chapman has, it still has it, gosh, it's just so rich. And bring such power and passion to that song. And then you got to listen to the words. I'm just telling you. That's one of those songs that you listen to one. Ah, it's got a really groovy beat. I like that. Then you listen to it again and again and again. Oh, I love that song. Thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate that. It was very... Well, you know what? I'm, I'm torn now. Was it very kind or is it uh, very nasty? Because I can't hear the whole thing. I, I will listen to it later on. We've got uh, friends, some friends coming over for dinner. And I may uh, be able to convince Heidi to uh, to put on. Give me one reason. She's not going to let me. Uh, 
<laughs> Listen to it 20 times in a row, but uh, it is good stuff. All right, coming up at uh, 533, I do want to remind you that my friend uh, Todd Starnes is going to join us. Todd is is just... He's a marvelous broadcaster. He's an incredible speaker. Such a talented writer. You you know him from his his national show. You know him from ToddStarns.com. You remember him from Fox News. Just just one of those great guys. And he was one of the first people yesterday to stand up to these these bottom feeding slugs who were attacking Toby Keith on the day that the man died. Todd Star- oh, I, I listened to Todd. I listened to him, and he was standing up and pushing back against these nitwits. What sort of a person does that? Even if you really honestly think that someone else is a bad person, a terrible person, you hate him, you don't like him, blah, blah, blah. You just, man, you kind of give it a beat, right? Toby Keith was accused by the Associated Press of being, quote, overtly patriotic as if that's a crime i don't know about you i love this country and i i i I tell everybody i know how much i love this country damn right i'm overtly patriotic doesn't do any good to be quiet and private with your patriotism you've got to tell people that you love this country otherwise they'll get the impression that you don't care about it And, and i personally happen to believe that you and I have an obligation responsibility to our kids we got to love this country enough to keep it going and and make it a strong country that we can pass on to them my friend John Reed I know shares that sentiment you should listen tomorrow morning at six it is 526 Jeff Katz News Radio WRVA 533 Jeff Katz News Radio WRVA it is Wednesday afternoon and I I would like to offer congratulations to Nikki Haley she has done something that I well I just never thought was possible uh, she was one of the above and by a two to one margin the people who voted in the Nevada Republican primary chose none of the above she lost two to one to nobody if we would have had uh, a write-in for Daffy Duck probably would have won so I, I don't know why she continues this charade of a campaign but no, what do I know uh, you know I, I will tell you this something I do know I know Todd Starnes and I've known him for a very very long time uh, respect him appreciate what he does every single solitary day and it's always so great when we're able to uh, have him make some time for us. Brother Starnes, good afternoon, sir. Mr. Kantz, always a pleasure, always an honor. You are far too kind, but I appreciate it. What What do you make of this Nikki Haley stuff? Why on earth is she, is she still pretending to be running for president? You know, it's an interesting observation. Of course, the, the primary, the Republican primary in Nevada is actually meaningless. Uh, they are doing this big caucus on Thursday, and that's where you know that's where you actually get the delegates. So right. much like the meaningless uh, caucus or primary yesterday, so is Nikki Haley's presidential aspirations. Quite frankly, meaningless. Yeah, and she lost to none of the above, and she was one of the above. Todd, I mean, this is embarrassing <laughs> for God's sake. Just remember, no matter how bad your day is going, it can't get any worse than Nikki Haley's getting beat by nobody. <laughs> 
<laughs> Goodness gracious. Now, you are fortunate enough. I know that you uh, have spoken with uh, former President Trump many, many times. I've heard him on your show, uh, national show that you do, which is great. People can listen. Uh, I always try and listen on uh, ToddStarns.com. But uh, tell me what your sense is of, of President Trump this time out. Well, I think uh, I think he's really uh, determined. You know, the, the, I think there is uh, there is a component of this that is you know revenge driven, and I have no problem with that. Um, you know, they have really the way they have treated this this man and his family. I'm not sure that the average American would would be able to maintain their sanity uh, facing the number of you know threats investigations. You know, the, the, it's it's just really sad what they've done to this president. And, Jeff, of course, the whole weaponization of the legal system to take out Donald Trump, the fact that Joe Biden, who was vice president, caught having classified documents, will not face any charges, while the man who was the president of the United States and was legally allowed to have classified documents um, is being charged with, with crimes. So I think, I think there's, there's a lot of payback here. But you know what? The guy's so happy. He's joyful. He's in a good mood. And and I think at the end of the day, he knows he's going to be exonerated. I I, I, I completely concur, Todd. I think your uh, your observations are spot on. I want to remind everybody: it's not just the the radio show. It's not just ToddStarns.com. It's not just the books. And I want to talk about the new book in a second. But now you're you're part of Newsmax, which uh, I'll tell you what I get the updates, and Newsmax is Max is just kicking rear end uh, when it comes to competition with the other uh, television news outlets. They really are, um, you know, they're doing well. I I think that people appreciate the fair and balanced news coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people um, appreciate the fact that you know they're not looked down upon, and and it's um, I think it's it's very refreshing in the age of cable television. That there is a place that um, that is conservative, uh, that is that is focused on the you know focused on the big issues of the day, and that they don't uh, disrespect or take their audience for granted. I think that's pretty refreshing. Yeah, yeah, it, it absolutely is. And 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 this idea, I mean, you've seen it up close and personal. You've been in these networks. Uh, they. The the thought process relative to viewers, uh, it's it's oftentimes, shall we say, just not complimentary. I would say so. I think that's pretty. I think that is pretty accurate. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I want you to talk a little bit, if you don't mind, uh, about the passing of Toby Keith. I've reminded everybody. I mean, I love Toby Keith. I, I, I looked at the Associated Press having an issue with him being overtly patriotic and on the national stage brother you were the one who stood up immediately and pushed back on this nonsense so you want to share some of that with my audience please you know it's interesting i i became a big fan right after 9-11 it was 2002 and uh, toby keith wrote that incredibly stirring anthem courtesy of the red white and blue and it was really interesting because when you listen to that song, there was no gray area. You were either a patriot or you were an idiot. And um, and we and it's really funny because this wokeness that had really sort of and we weren't even using that word then, but that's what it was. Everybody got exposed from the Dixie Chicks on down. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were just enraged over the song. But I really felt like Toby Keith. He he understood the anger 
and it wasn't that he understood how the the American people were. He was feeling that as well. And I think that came across in all of his music, uh, this idea of it's not a Republican or a Democrat issue, it's an American issue. And and a lot of those those themes came through in his music. You know, one of the brilliant things about Toby Keith is he wrote all of his own music. So this was coming from his heart. This was coming from his mind. And here was a guy who... Um, grew up and just it really wasn't a rough childhood it was a blue collar you know upbringing yeah. uh, working out on the oil fields in Oklahoma um, doing odd jobs around the, the, the his grandmother's uh, bar and you know so he was you know he he was the people that he was writing about he was the people that was you know the kinds of people that listen to his music he was one of those guys yeah Exactly. Oh, that's spot on. Todd Starnes is joining us. Uh, Todd's work, and there's so much of it, whether it is uh, the broadcast part of it, uh, the website, toddstarnes.com, the new book that's coming out. I want to talk about that. Toby Keith really was one of the guys. He could have just as easily been in the crowd at one of the concerts, and and he never lost that. That was, for me, Todd, that was one of the beautiful things about Toby Keith. Like you, I was energized by courtesy of the red, white, and blue, and, and you're right. It just, it, it showed everybody where you were, and President Bush at the time, you know, you're with us or you're against us, and uh, Natalie Maines in the crowd with the Dixie, ch- oh, they're not even the Dixie Chicks anymore, right? That's too, that's not. I think enough. they're just the Chicks. Yeah. Yeah, well, whatever they are, uh, that that become a, became a rather interesting dust up, and and you would have, I would have thought, gosh, the man's passed away. Can you not say something nice? And the leftists couldn't help themselves. No, they couldn't. And and again, they do that all the time, and they they only do it with the conservatives, Jeff Katz. Yep. Yep. So they always give the the liberals, you know, um, they give the liberals a pass. Oh, Michael Jackson, he just loved children. You know? <laughs> oh, goodness. Wait, yes, wait, he what? did. That's right. He was very affectionate, man. <laughs> Absolutely. That inner childlike. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And and he had a llama. Didn't he have a llama? Or a, uh, he had a llama. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, All right, Mr. Starnes, let's uh, redirect ourselves to something that's uh, uh, considerably more important. You you write books pretty much as fast as I read them. So tell me about the uh, the newest uh, tome from uh, Todd Starnes. So the, the name of the book is called A Twilight Flash Gleaming, Can America Be Saved? And it's uh, based on a speech that Reagan gave, and Reagan pointed out, made an interesting observation, that our national anthem actually asks a series of, of questions. And it, it, really, it really sort of ties into this other speech he gave about how freedom is not passed along in our bloodstream, that every generation has to, to step up, every generation has to fight for freedom. And, and so that really was the, the focus of the book. You know, um, are we doing our part to fight for freedom and secure freedom for the next generation. And, and we talk about those big concepts that there's a lot of fun in the book. Um, you know, we have a lot of crazy chapters. Um, why is daddy wearing Spanx? One of my favorite chapters, uh, just again, talking, just talking about the, um, I'm trying to get the chapters here. I'm getting ready to sit down and record the audio version of this oh, book wow. cats. Okay. Um, but, um, but it's just, you know, um, here we go. Here are the chapters. Um, it starts off with Darth Brandon and the Temple of Doom. 
and the the infamous speech, you know, there in Philadelphia, yeah. uh, butter my butter my butt and call me a biscuit, which is a, a fun chapter. Um, I miss oh. Aunt Jemima, oh, and uh, here we go. You're gonna you will love this one. Um, it's uh, oh, where is it? It's about a. It's called the. It's called trans species swimmer makes history. It's about a dolphin who identifies as a human and enters all of these swimming competitions. <laughs> wow! All right. Well, this this is classic Todd Starnes, and and I love. Look, I I love what you do anyway. You know that, but uh, that that is absolutely a must read. Tell us all when and where we can get the book. So you can pre-order it wherever you buy your books, uh, Barnes & Noble, your local independent bookstore, uh, wherever. Um, and uh, the book will be in bookstores on March 19th. Okay. So we still have about a, you know, a little over a month, uh, right. but we're really excited about it. We're going to be traveling all over the place doing book signings, and we hope to be in Richmond. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Now, I will tell you that uh, somebody over there on your team, Grace, has uh, reached out to me. I got some great ideas for you coming to Central Virginia, doing a book signing and appear the whole McGilla man, because you, as you know, you got a huge number of fans here in Central Virginia. Well, we love it. As long as I wear pants, I'll do it. So that's um, that's the rule. <laughs> so so no, no spanks for Starnes? No spanks for <laughs> nobody right. needs to see that. Okay, well, I don't know. I, you know, look, I'm just thinking marketing. If you somehow connected with Spanx, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm an idea guy, Todd. I'm not a detail guy, so we'll have to get somebody else to. Work on it for you. <laughs> I love it. All right, now remind everybody real fast where they can uh, peruse everything because it's not just the new book. You got so many great books you've already written, and, and in my opinion, people need to get all of them. Have a whole shelf devoted to Todd Starnes. Well, I, thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, yeah, ToddStarns.com, and you can go there. We have all, you can order all of my books. Uh, we have lots of other stuff, too, coffee mugs, ball caps, you name it. It's a lot of fun. And, of course, you can also read my column, and uh, that's free of charge. Wow. I love it. ToddStarns.com, ToddStarns.com. All right, well, Todd, uh, again, I, I am always appreciative when you can make some time for us. You're a busy man, and uh, it just means the world to me that uh, you are taking time out of your busy day to chat with us. I, I appreciate it's it. It's always an honor. Always an honor. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. That is Todd Starnes. Great guy. ToddStarnes.com. If you get the chance. Well, no, you know what? Don't don't see if you get the chance. Make the chance. Take the opportunity. Go to ToddStarnes.com. ToddStarnes.com. Get a copy of his other books. Pre-order the new book. And it's a very serious question that he's asking. Now, he's asking it in typical Todd Starnes fashion. Todd is a very, very funny guy. But he's a smart dude. And, and so the question is, uh, can we survive? Right? Does this country survive? Am I, and I'm not wearing Spanx, by the way, uh, but, but, but am I going to be able to pass on to my boys the United States of America that was passed on to me? I'm trying. Most of us are trying, but, well, you, you know. So, ToddStarns.com is where you check that out. Okay, I, I just got a text from my friend Wendy Yeoman over at Jake's Place, 511 Thompson Street in Ashland, about a mile or so down from the train tracks. Now, you know. That is home to the Jeff Katz sandwich. It's home to the Jeff Katz table. It's home to the Jeff Katz section. Guess what else it is home to? Jake's Southern Comfortable Peach Ale. Oh, my gosh. 
I, I haven't seen this. This is a surprise to me, but I'm going to get me some. Jake's Southern Comfortable Peach Ale. It's Jake's Place in collaboration with Center of the Universe Brewery, which is right in Ashland. See, Jake's Place is getting ready to celebrate their 10th anniversary, and what better way to do it than with a tall, cool glass of Jake's Southern Comfortable Peach Ale. Thank you, Wendy Yeoman. Man, I'm on the way. I'm going to get down there and get some ASAP. It is 547, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. I warned you, Germ. I can sit here and listen to that whole song. I'll, I'll, I'll go inside. I'll, I'll, I'll start happy hour a little bit earlier. I just love Tracy Chapman. And I am thrilled to see her getting uh, exposure now to a, to a whole new generation. And, yeah, I am of a generation that remembers the first time around. And she's still got it. Oh, my gosh. She's still got it. I, I think I've mentioned to you, I'm part of this uh, Jewish RVA Facebook group. And I don't know why I am. I, I mean, it's just one of those things like, huh, I need another reason to bang my head against the wall. But uh, I am part of it. And invariably, uh, people who are in the group who are left wing, they put political stuff up. And then I always say, oh, wait, I thought this wasn't a political group. And then you get, well, blah, 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 blah. this is, is, is a big part of the problem as far as I'm concerned in America today. Where for many people, not all, but for many people, it is this secular left-wing ideology that has replaced Judaism for many in the Jewish community. Big group of reform rabbis the other day, self-proclaimed leaders of the reform Jewish movement, stood up and they are anti-Israel. Why? Because they're leftists. And for them, leftism, their leftist progressivist ideology, trumps the survival of the state of Israel. It's absolutely appalling. And people saying we need to get on board with uh, Joe Biden, do me a favor, let's take a listen to cut number three. I mean, choose my words. There's some movement, there's been a response from the, uh, the, the, there's been a response from the opposition, but um, it, it, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas, but it seems to be uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now. What? What did he say? Germ, do we have just enough time to replay it in the clear? There is some movement, and I don't want to, I don't want to. I mean, choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the, uh, the, the... There's been a response from the opposition. But, um, it, it, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas. But it seems to be... Uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now. I wouldn't trust the guy to order hush puppies at a restaurant. You're going to listen to him and tell me, there you go, he's the leader of the free world. He's not the leader of lunch. Pathetic. 
absolutely pathetic. And that Anthony Blinken, another pathetic guy, bowing essentially to Mahmoud Abbas. I mean, it, it, it is shameful. Don't fall for it. Please, I beg of you, don't fall for it. Tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., my friends, uh, John Reed and Gary Hess are going to be here. Please make sure you're listening to them. I want you to have a fantastic evening. It's going to be chilly, I know, but we're getting ready to turn just a little bit. Have a fantastic evening. God willing, you and I get the chance to do this all over again tomorrow, starting at 3. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WR. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.